Okay, welcome to the Jordan High 2004 podcast. This is your co-host, Steve. I'm your other co-host, Gonzo. I'm really excited to, uh, to talk to Brady today. Oh gosh, me too. I can't wait. If yeah. anything, I don't know if like someone can get more handsome with, with time, but I think uh, Brady is, uh, Brady's pulled it off. He pulls that silver fox <laughs> look so good. <laughs> I think there's a lot of wisdom to come with this. I think we're we're in for a treat. But before we go with before we go with Brady, um, did you have a good week? It was a good week. Yeah, yeah. How about um, you? <laughs> <laughs> so we had once a month. We try to do have my family. We meet at somebody's house and try to do dinner. And um, today it was at, at my house, and we were like grilling burgers. And I was at the grill, and I flipped this like really juicy one. And it made like a huge fireball and it like singed the top of my hair. It singed my eyebrows. Like I've been growing a beard for a month and it like singed my mustache really bad. <laughs> so like everybody was laughing at me. But then after everybody left, we're like, I go upstairs and I'm like, I'm going to try to cut some of this like singed hair off. And I like start trimming my eyebrow and like the thing got loose on the clipper and I like shaved half my <laughs> eyebrow off. So now I have like... Half my eyebrow missing. I, I wasn't gonna say anything. I kind of <laughs> thought maybe you'd join a gang, but uh, trying to look cool we'll, like the kids. Maybe we'll uh, we'll show everybody a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Even like your right eye has like singed eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> but so that was the exciting thing that happened to me today. It's a good way to to start your week, I guess. Yeah. But so let's go with. Um, if you guys don't remember, Brady was in high school. He was like in this on the swim team. He was like the best pole vaulter in the state. Um, you know, just all around great guy. He's in the choir. Yeah. Beautiful singing voice. Just a super nice guy. So here's Brady. How you doing, Brady? Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I recognize the guy you're talking about, but glad to be here with you guys. Good I, will, you. I will. I will say, like, I mean, I'll start off the bat. I've I've always admired you. Like to me, I always felt like you were one of those guys that found it easy to like do the right things or to be like you're always really smart. You're always doing. I don't know. You're always really nice and great. I don't know. I've always looked up to you. Well, thank you. I can only recommend everybody else come on this podcast so that they can be complimented by Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's only, only good memories of everybody. You know, you come I on. Know, it's hard. <laughs> It's hard. Maybe I'll I'll have some beef. I'll have some beef, but I'll save it for later. But I'll have some old beef to hash out with Brady. I, I will say, listening to the podcast and the episode so far, um, it's caused two emotions. One is like just massive nostalgia. Like I love you guys. Like you guys are great. Like and it makes me like everybody that you've interviewed so far, uh, all of the episodes. Like it's just made me like want to come and like hang out and just remember like we're all pretty remarkable people, right? Like or at least you guys are. And, uh, yeah, it, I get that feeling. And then I also have, like, this massive, like, anxiety where I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was such a geek and, like, nerd in high school. <laughs> and I did such dumb stuff. And I'm worried that, like, I offended people and that, like, maybe they just assumed that, like, like I, maybe I wasn't, like, nice enough to people and, uh, you know, left some sort of, like, lasting impact. Like, sorry if I bullied you, guys. Like, anybody listening, sorry if I, if I wasn't kind enough to you. Like, you're awesome. If there's beef, I guess, let's, let, you know, 
share the beef. Let's get it out there. If you have beef with Brady, let us know, and we'll have a repeat episode just so you can hash it out. Send us a voice memo, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and we'll put the beef on on there at the end of the episode. It's like... Just anything that Brady's done to you, uh, let us know and we'll put it out there. But you were saying, like, so let's let's get started. You're saying you felt like you were a geek. Is that how else did you see yourself when you were in high school? Who were you? Who were you back then? So I'm not sure because I can't tell how much of looking back at myself is based on a lot of years of distance and kind of figuring out who I am and just kind of projecting that into the past or like, this is actually how I was. So I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I, so I went to Jordan high school. I, I started at Jordan, uh, my, my junior year. And so I had moved several times through middle school and high school and, um, yeah, three, three different high schools. And you guys it, lived it was abroad, like, right? You guys lived outside the U S right. Uh, yeah, yeah. My dad, the company my dad worked for, sent him overseas, and so we, I finished elementary school and did some of middle school in um, Indonesia, and then uh, we moved to Thailand for a few years. So we were overseas for about five years. Wow. Um, and so I fin- so high school finished first uh, freshman year of high school was in was in Thailand, and then moved to Evansville, Indiana, or a very exotic place, southern Indiana. Um, for my sophomore year and then finished my last two years at Jordan. And so moving through that, like, I always felt super awkward and uncomfortable because like one, like I was, it's hard to be new, you know? And like, you don't have like, you don't have like friends established and that sort of thing, but also like having gone through that move or that many, or, you know, that many moves, it was also kind of like a chance. It was like a good thing in a way where it was like a chance to kind of reset and like decide like, Hey, I, I don't, nobody knows me here. Like I can be whoever I want to be, but I think at the time, um, and, and this is still true, I, it, it takes a long time for me to uh, like make very close, tight, personal friendships. Um, like that, like it, it, it evolves slowly and it takes some time. I, I feel like I'm friendly, like personable. I'm okay in like social situations. Like, so I have a lot of acquaintances, but like to really have like tight friendships, it takes a while. So for me, a lot of high school just felt like being awkward, like, oh, like, can I be friends with this person? Or like, am I uncomfortable or whatever? So I don't know. I think I was probably pretty personable. Like I tried to be, I tried to be friendly. I like having a good time, like laughing, like doing all those things, but you know, somewhere draped over that, you know, that veneer of, of just like, I don't know, trying to be a, a clown or just, you know, laughing, like having a good time. Uh, you know, tried to be the nice guy, like trying to be the kind guy. That's all like stretched over this, like, awkward skeleton of just like anxiety and angst and feeling uncomfortable a lot. How often did you spend time kind of peeling back those layers of the onion? Was it pretty superficial or were you able to, to get, to allow people to get in a little bit deeper to get to know the real Brady? Uh, in high school? Yeah. Um, it just came over time. It, it felt like, like anytime we moved, it always took, it took about six months where all of a sudden it was like, okay, like I've met these people enough and like we're engaged in the similar activities, things like that. Gonzo, I don't think I don't think you liked me very much when we were first uh, when I first moved there. I think you thought I was a real dweeb. And <laughs> then I tried so? out for then I tried out for the track team, and you're all like, "Wait, this guy? Like this guy?" So sorry for that. I oh, guess. I don't I don't know if I... sounds like maybe Gonzo <laughs> should be apologizing to you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, no, yeah. it was just awkward. You know, it's like like it, I don't know. Anyway, 
I think we, we, we fell we into just step. Edited all this I think out. this is all <laughs> senior year. We spent a lot of time together, and then even after I got back from my mission, and I think after high school, um, you and I spent a lot for a good couple of years. We were spending, we were going climbing maybe like once or twice a week together. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So again, like yeah, strong friendship, right? But it takes a while to get started, right? And that was probably because again, just super awkward. So. So how do I see myself when I was in high school? Like, yeah, I think it, I think it was that. Like, I saw myself as like wanting to do the right thing, like wanting to be the nice guy, like wanting to be seen as like doing a good job, but like also like having like this, you know, other angst and anxiety about like not being able to perform. Um, I, you know, for a long, you know, upon reflection, right, I look back and I realize that now in my personality and probably then at the same time had kind of a kind of like a fixed mindset where it's like, oh, I don't want to try too hard at some things because if I f- try really hard and I fail, it means I'm a fraud kind of thing. But then also like did also really enjoy the things that I was engaged with, with school or, or you know, different sports and things like that. Wasn't really very good at team sports. I was more of a awkward, you know, can't throw kind of person. So we did things like swimming and track and stuff like that. But That's why those sports exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's changed? Who are you now? What's what's different between a Brady 17, 20 years ago and Brady today? I think the big thing is I just, uh, I've learned to just like own the awkwardness a little bit, right? Like if I feel uncomfortable in a social situation, it's usually because like other people feel uncomfortable in a social situation. And so I just like, I just deal with it, right? I'm just like, hey, you know what? I can own that. Um, and just, it just kind of push through. I don't know. Uh, I think I think a lot of parts of my personality have, have carried through. I think you're asking how I see myself today. Like that's a yeah. family guy. Got a great family. Got some kids. Enjoy spending time with them. Um, I like challenges. I like I'm kind of goal oriented. I, I like to be able to complete tasks. I'm also very like task oriented. Like if I do something where there's like no concrete start or finish, like that's really hard for me. But yeah, I like personal development. I like I like trying to to become better and be better. Also, just like sometimes, I one thing I've re- recognized about myself is that um, I was always very not extroverted in high school, but like social. But I recognize and I realize now that I'm like I'm a yeah, I take these like personality tests or whatever, and I am a extroverted introvert. Hmm. Meaning like an oxymoron. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Well, where I'm like, I'm good. I'm okay in social situations. Like I don't get like massive anxiety or I'm not like super uncomfortable in social situations. But like, if I don't carve out like just like alone time, like me time, like that's where I really get recharged. And, and I know people who are like the exact opposite. They're all like, they're like dying in the pandemic because they're like, I need contact. I need, you know, connection. And for me, I'm like, dude, I'm okay to wear sweatpants and just be alone again today. Like that's fine. Like, I'm just recharging my batteries. So I don't know, just some things like that. So you feel like you understand yourself a little bit better as an adult, like understand what makes you tick. What do you think, what in your life in the last few years have triggered you to see yourself or those have, have triggered those changes in yourself? Or at least a, a, what has made you feel more comfortable in your own skin? Because you're saying like if I'm awkward now, I own it. I feel... If I feel awkward, I'm okay saying, like, this is an uncomfortable situation. Or, you know, what's what's pushed that change? What's made that, ch- that happen? I think some of it is just 
spending time and effort trying to do just like kind of some self-reflection, but like, I don't know, just building a better vocabulary to describe kind of things about myself. Right. So like, I love to learn, like I'm a learner. Right. And like, I can put that label on myself, like without like a lot of hesitation, like I'm comfortable with that, but like, I'm also, and so, yeah, just having a, being able to like have a little bit more self-awareness and like, and a lot of that's just from, you know, learning from good people, like jobs that I've had, coworkers, you know, people in my life or whatever have, have helped led that, you know, books and stuff like that. But I, for me, it's just like what I lacked in high school was uh, like the emotional vocabulary to be able to like recognize like, well, I'm in this really uncomfortable situation uh, and this is, you know, these are the words for what I'm feeling and just being okay that I was feeling that way, you know? So you, you said that you, like, you've done a lot of these personality tests, things like that. Has, was there something that drove you to do that? Have you always been like that? Or did, do you, you oh, know, did you think, like, I would love to, I want to understand myself better. So I'm going to take some of these personality tests to see if I'm a, I'm a red or I'm a yellow or I'm an INFJ or whatever. I think, well, okay, so one thing about, okay, one thing that has been the same for myself then and now is that, and this is probably instilled from, like, my family or whatever, I always saw myself as like wanting to be like very well-rounded, right? And so I was involved with a lot of stuff in high school. So I was like, you know, like you just mentioned, choirs and being the best pole vaulter in the state doesn't really, it's, it's a low bar, pun intended, uh, at, the, at least that year. <laughs> no? But you did it. Not everybody yeah, can, so, can claim that. So, so yeah, so doing track, you know, being involved in track, being involved with, you know, academics and stuff like that, being involved in lots of different things. Like for me, I enjoyed the variety, right. And being kind of mediocre at a lot of stuff was okay. Um, because there was like value in, in being well-rounded. So that's carried forward today in you know my life. And so I, I collect hobbies that I kind of half-heartedly nurture along or, you know, I'll go, I'll get really deep into one thing and then, you know, kind of move on to the next thing. And so my, you know, my office piles up with, you know, junk and stuff like that. So I think uh, in that interest of being well-rounded and trying to understand that like middle school guidance counselor was like, they were like concerned. I was feeling all like bent out of shape. And I think this was coming kind of from that, that place of like, I, I didn't really want to try very hard because if I tried hard, then it meant, and I still, you know, didn't get, you know, straight A's or I didn't, I didn't do a good job. Then it would like make me feel like a fraud, right? Like, oh, maybe I'm not, I'm not that great of a person. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, yeah, middle school guidance counselor, you know, had me sit down and do one of these personality tests. It, maybe it was like the DISC model or I, I don't know, one of these tests. And whatever it was, is like, as I went through the questions, I think I was like kind of like just mentally gaming it. And I was just like, yeah, trying to balance it all out. And when it came out, <laughs> it was perfectly balanced between like whatever the categories were, like all four of them. And I was just like, yeah, that's who I am. That's who I am. And I think really at the time, it was more just like me trying to shield myself from... Uh, uh, from having to like try hard, <laughs> just be like, oh, I'm good at lots of things. Not, I'm not really excellent at anything. I don't know. I, I love those same kinds of things. Um, I have, I, I've gone through and I've had, like, I've done the Strengths Finder. I have people I, on my staff. I've had them do that as well because I think understanding yourself and understanding the strengths of yourself and understanding the strengths of others just really enables you to to achieve. On to yeah. to set proper goals and proper tasks, um, so good for you for doing all that. Do are you, you? What are your What are your strengths, Steve? So, I actually took one during my undergrad, and then I took one like just uh, just last year. My wife had me take another one, and it's interesting that where I was, Did it changed. It changed big time. 
Now, uh, it's like, uh, gosh, I, you put me on the spot, so I'm on brain. So uh, I'm an includer, I'm a helper. And so what it used to be was very much more like I'm driven, I'm trying to achieve this, I'm, I fill all my time. I can't remember the exact words. I'll send it, I'll make sure we, uh, I'll post it somewhere. So you can see. <laughs> but it went from, I was in my undergrad shooting towards trying to get into dental school and become a dentist, whereas now, having my own practice, I can, I can make the decisions of who I want to help versus just regular patients or, you know, hey, you know what, I know you're facing a hard thing or this, and I'm able to to do what I want and help the people I want. And so that, my top five, my top 10 have totally reflected that change in where I am in my life. You know, getting that Strengths Finder, the, the Clifton Strength Finder book, I'm able to then also see examples and work on getting even better at the strengths that I've got. And so it's been, it's been really interesting to, to learn more about myself in that way. I, I also like Strengths Finder. Gonzo, have you done Strengths Finder? I have done the Strengths Finder. Um, it wasn't surprising, but I have to. I'll have to look it up. I'm, I'm detail oriented, but I forgot this detail. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to be interviewing you, Brady. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, we're not selling Strengths Finder. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys should put up an affiliate link or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sell some Strengths Finder. This yeah, episode so for, so brought to you by Clifton Spread Strengths Finder. <laughs> So for me, things like that. So I, a lot of these things I've gone through, they've always kind of felt a little flat or like a little fortune cookie-ish. It's like, oh, you're going to wake up and do some stuff and that will help you or not. And then you'll go to bed. It's like, okay, thanks. That was really unhelpful. Yeah. Uh, but for me, this particular one was was helpful in kind of earning that vocabulary uh, to be able to think about, you know, what motivates me and it just give kind of different perspectives on that, as well as like the other people that I know of who have done that. So for me, learner, it's number one, and it's been number one for a long time. We've done it a few times over the years. Uh, focus, achiever, individualization. That one's popped up every now and then. Uh, so, like, like learners, like, yeah, I love to learn. I love the process of learning, and and just like le- learning new skills is really motivating to me. Achiever means like I like need to achieve. Like I need to like make progress and like set goals, and otherwise like my effort feels kind of frustrated if I don't have a goal. Uh, focus um, is like the ability to, like really like drill into a single task and do it for a long period of time, which is, which is true. And then there's like activator, which means that like, I'm basically a big jerk when I want to get stuff done. (laughs) Like I get impatient and I like want to go. So that can be like really helpful for people to like get excited about stuff or just be like really obnoxious. Be like, okay, yeah, just calm down, Brady, calm down. (laughs) So, So, So what would you, what would you tell your younger self? What would I tell my younger self about like, what advice would you give? I think I would tell young Brady to like just give give myself maybe a little more grace, right? Like a little more room and like just be like allow myself to be a little more comfortable in my own skin that, you know, there's not really a, a right or, a, you know, a right thing to do or a right or wrong thing to do. Um, in every case, right? Like I always wanted to do what was right. You know, I think that was part of my, my upbringing, part of my faith or whatever. Like, like, like I just saw myself, I wanted to be a good kid, but in a lot of cases, it's just like, there's lots of good things and you just have to choose amongst good things. So I remember, you know, at the end of high school and having to make decisions about what to do afterwards, like had some nice opportunities in front of me and then feeling like really just lost, like untethered where it's like, well, what's, what's the right thing to do. Right. Cause in high school, like the, you know, the thing, the way you excelled was like, well, you have to take this class and you could take like one like one level of the class and if it's not that important to you then that's fine like if, if it's more important to you, you take the higher level or you take like you know ap or ce or whatever right like you take these harder classes and it's like 
there was always like clear direction and like like where like hey you want to you know if you feel like this is an area you need to stretch that's where you go do it but then it was like at the end of high school feeling a little bit lost like well what's the right thing to do yeah and and struggling with that for a long time and finally coming to the realization you know that it's like it doesn't matter like just just choose like what do you want like what do you want to do and and just being comfortable like recognizing and and being more comfortable articulating well these are the things that I can do but you know this is what this is kind of what I want to do right is there anything that you want to promote home business uh, <laughs> or something that you've gotten really passionate into or yeah something you're passionate about that you want to um, promote that you want to that... well apparently we're selling strengths finder today so <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no 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 home businesses uh, no no home business no no side hustles or anything like that then what's the thing that you're like that you're passionate about that you want more people to know about that's what I would love to know like what is something you're passionate about today like what's something that really just fires you up what's your next big skill that you're trying to learn well I recognize that not everybody on the podcast is uh, you know shares my faith so hopefully this doesn't come across this is, uh, you know I'll share you a little bit about that so I, right now I have a, a responsibility in, in, at church that uh, is busy is very busy so I'm, I'm the I'm the bishop in our ward um, and that's why that, you haven't been swearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it'll come. Trust me. It comes. <laughs> um, there's, so there's these moments. Okay. So, uh, so for me, it's this, um, I'm very much a doer, right? And so for me, like the thing that I'm working on right now is trying to learn how to, um, be a better leader of leaders, right? Like help people grow and develop and allow them to, give people enough direction that they can see succeed, but then also like allow them to kind of do things in their own way and, and to fail when, when necessary and to kind of grow and have those like, and so it's different, right? Like where it's like, if I'm, if I'm directing somebody just to go do the work or if I'm going to go do the work, like I'll come up with a very clear plan to that. But um, when you kind of layer up a little bit and you're, you're a steward of stewards or a leader of leader of leaders, it, it becomes a little bit, um, that's, that's a different challenge for me. And so learning to, you know, exercise different, ways of influence or, you know, encouragement or things like that. That's kind of interesting, but that's super boring. Like I also like have gotten lately into uh, woodworking uh, during the, during the pandemic. Huh. I saw some YouTube videos of these guys who take Alaskan mills, which is like this like metal frame thing that you attach to a chainsaw and then you can use it to cut really long slabs of lumber out of big trees or whatever. And so I, I have like a small chainsaw and I bought on Amazon like a very large Alaskan mill. And so it's a very dumb, <laughs> dorky looking thing. But I have uh, successfully slabbed some uh, some black walnut, which went down in the neighbor's yard. Um, and then uh, a cherry tree actually that had, had blown over in my in my grandmother's yard. So I got really excited about that and started like slapping up lumber. And now it's like stacked in my garage. And uh, uh, it has apparent, I, as I got into it, I realized that, you know, this kind of stuff has to you have to let it dry for like a year. So ask me in a year if I've done anything with the woodworking. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, like <laughs> other, other, yeah, again, this kind of goes back to like this, you know, always feeling either compelled to be well-rounded or whatever, but we've got, you know, the kids or the, the, the young, uh, the youth in the, in the ward, uh, church, um, who are interested in different things. They want to like build battle bots. And so I'm like learning how to like, solder crap and like, <laughs> like build That's like awesome. build robots and stuff like that because like that sounds super cool and like also i have an excuse because i can blame it on church you know 
uh, to do that. So I don't know. The, the, the interest and in, they, they cut, they're, they're varied and, and, uh, and they kind of change from moment to moment. But I just like building stuff. I like making stuff with my hands and, and, and kind of that act of creation. I think that's cool. I think that's really cool to just pick something that you haven't done. Like I see all those videos where someone like builds a table or like does. I've actually been really interested in those wood turning videos. Where I'm like, dang, you yeah, know, they look so cool. Filling a jar full of like nails and epoxy and then just making it look amazing. Like, man. So I don't know. You maybe you just inspired me to go get to start wood turning. <laughs> Got to try it. You know why not? Why not? Why not? All right, so Steve, do you have beef with Brady or Brady? Do you have beef that you want to hash out? I don't have any beef with Brady at all. I, I'm happy he came on the show and was willing to, to talk to us. But I'm very excited to hear about your beef with Brady. I've got beef. So <laughs> old beef is a part of the podcast where we hash out some uh, old beef between us and an old classmate. So here's, the, here's our beef, Brady. So Okay, I'm ready. Years ago, I think... Um, you guys had us over for dinner. It, it was this was at the apartment in South Salt Lake. Okay, so we're both we're both married at the time. We're both married, but I'm definitely newly married. Okay. I don't know how long you and Melanie were married. Maybe like just like six Couple months years. more than night, or like a year or more. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, maybe. It feels okay. like forever. Um, okay. Oh, I'm nervous now. Way more experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we were at dinner over there, and I and I'll tell you, I think about this. Every time, um, every time I do my dishes, so um, you guys had some sort of casserole, and you were just like letting it soak on your on your in your sink, and I was like, "What the heck is going on with your sink? What's this?" And like, and Melanie, I think on the fence, is just like, "Well, it's got crusty cheese and stuff. It's got to soak." And I was like. You don't have to soak you can just clean that right away so every time i like do my dishes and we're doing like uh i'm like clearing a pyrex or cleaning a ceramic casserole that has crusty cheese i think about you guys and i think about how it was rude to you um you know just judging the way that you guys <laughs> did your dishes um and so you know i just want to say i'm sorry and you you guys are totally within your own rights to let that thing soak for a day if you want to, or three days. You know, you, who am I to say when are you supposed to clean your Pyrex dish? But you know what? And I, I, I still think about every time I'm like scraping some hardened cheese off of a like a ceramic thing or a ceramic uh, bowl. I'm like, I think about you guys and that one time we had you for dinner and I was uh, I was rude. So I'm sorry. Well, Gonzo, all I can say is that uh, I can tell that this feeling has soaked (laughs) over a long period of time. (laughs) And now that we're scrubbing at it, it comes off with ease, just like the dishes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I personally clean in the same day, but (laughs) sure. (laughs) It's funny because I'm envisioning Gonzo just... Pushing and putting all his elbow grease and just try struggling, you know, just a struggly, struggly attempt to clean his dishes. Whereas your wife, the next day, one wipe and it comes right off, and it's so easy. You know, pride will get you, Gonzo. That's uh, that's one of my weaknesses. I, Gonzo, I think we can. I think we can call this one. I think we can call this one one closed. All right, we will. Uh, yeah, I forgive you. Okay, but the the bigger question is, what about Melanie? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, never, never, we'll never. Melanie's never going to let this go. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, Mar- 
doing dishes is complicated in our house. There are very particular steps and rules. And I, I guess all I, all I'm going to say is that I understand kind of that feeling of not being quite sure why things are done a certain way. Um, but just accepting that, you know, some things are more important. So there you go. Preach. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, it was, it's so great seeing you and it's so great talking to you. This was great. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time. It was awesome to catch up and just get a little glimpse into who you are today compared to who you were back then. Yeah. I th- thank you guys for doing this. Like I said, I, I, I listened to the, the podcast or the episodes you've done so far and it gives me all this like, this like great nostalgia. And uh, yeah, I think what you guys are doing awesome. So thanks for letting me be on it. Hopefully we didn't, I didn't drive away all of your listenership. <laughs> are you, I looked up while you were talking. I was listening though. I looked up my five strengths if you want to hear them. Yes, I do. So, number one, positivity. That one was the same. Oh, dip. That was the same eight years apart. But then uh, harmony, includer, consistency, communication. And those other four were toward the middle or toward the bottom last time I took it. But I, I feel that that very, I mean, if I had to pick five words, I probably wouldn't have thought of those five. But I think they describe me really well at this point in my life. So thanks for bringing up po- positivity. Number one, Steve, that's, uh, yeah. so like, do you find yourself drained around people who are like negative or like super sarcastic? Yeah. Maybe off air, I'll tell you some stories, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. I, th- I think I feel a desire or an obligation to try to lighten things up if things are kind of heading in a negative direction. But as yeah. I'm getting older, I'm learning there are no, uh, bad emotions. You know, like we, we need the different emotions as part of our human experience. So I'm, I'm learning to not feel that burden and let people be negative when they need to be. And it doesn't have to say anything about me or anything about them for that matter. But, uh, but yeah, I've always been very positive and I just have a very positive outlook on life. Good job, Steve. <laughs> nice. Sorry, we're back. Sorry, I didn't, okay. I, I, like, I, I didn't mean to wreck your big finish there, but that was yeah. No, that's good. That's good, right? Like knowing your strengths and that sort of thing. I feel like I get a little, I get a little cranky sometimes. So I would need somebody like you to help keep me on the more positive path. Hey, so that's you good. know what? I'm here if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Brady, thanks again. It's it's been great talking to you. Great to see your face and and uh, sounds like you're doing well. Just keep it up. Yeah. And next time you're in town, tacos. Tacos it is. We'll always have tacos. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, take Brady. Care. Take care. So we just uh, got done talking to Brady. It was, uh, it was really good to talk to him. It was really good. I, it made me think a lot of how I uh, view myself. And I, I like that he talked about personality tests and things like that. And yeah. I think that was really good to be able to reflect on that. You know what? Um, I've actually... I mean, we didn't talk about it with him, but we do personality profiles to all the people at work, and it has, I think, it, it understanding how other people act and react based on their personalities helps you with interpersonal relationships. So it's it has been a tool that it's like, I know this person is, we use DISC quite a bit at, at work. Um, so it's like, if this person is a high D, you know, you have to... Um, meet them up you have to like be extra assertive when you're trying to like talk to them if not they're going to dominate you so it's it's like have little strategies of how to work with people based on their personality traits 
Yeah. And I think it's just cool to, to see he's actually in Kentucky right now, in Louisville. And so just great to see how, you know, the people from our class are kind of starting to spread all over. Yeah. You know, everybody's not just here in Utah. So this has been episode five with Brady. If you're interested in being on the podcast, send us an email at jordanhigh2004podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to uh, get everybody on. So even people that we weren't close to, especially people that we weren't close to, we want to hear from you, what you've learned, who you were, who you are now. So yeah, send us an email. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts now. Just all the big three. Yeah, the big three. <laughs> just reach out. We'd love to, to hear from you and just keep putting out these interviews. It's been great, the feedback we've gotten so far. Yeah, and um, also, if you want to send a funny story or like a short uh, voice memo, you can send it to that same email and we'll drop them in at, an end, at the end of an episode. Uh, we've only gotten one voice memo and that's been the Raffi one. I, I do want to hear, and it doesn't have to be a story that we're in. I wanted to hear a, a small funny story because like this podcast really isn't about reminiscing, but if you have a small one, we can make some. I, I want to hear yeah, whatever. Any, any memories you got, it'd be, it'd be great to hear. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. And, well, we'll hear from us next time on yes. the podcast. Thanks. <laughs>